Hello, it's Ed Gamble here from the Off Menu podcast that you're currently listening to. I am on tour now. The show is called Hot Diggity Dog. Make sure you go and get yourself a ticket. I'm probably coming to a town near you if you live in the UK and Ireland. And Ireland, Dublin and Belfast. Do go to edgamble.co.uk, buy yourself a ticket, and I'll see you for an evening of Hot Diggity Dog. Hot Diggity Dog! Thank you, James. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, the podcast that's so cool you have to get it out of the freezer for about 10 minutes before you even try to put a spoon in it. Hello, James. Don't put a spoon in me, Ed. When you get ice cream out, do you leave it out for a bit or do you uh, go straight in? Because my fiance, she hates it that I get the ice cream out and leave it for a few minutes before I have it. She likes it. She likes it hard and you can take that as you wish. I have met these kind of people. I personally like to leave it for a while. Um, when I was a kid, my mum got an ice cream maker little machine at one point and we would just have it straight out the machine without even freezing it. That's how much we love the, the sloppy ice cream straight out of the ice cream maker. I like to get a tub. I let it melt. I don't let it melt completely, but I like it soft and yeah. I like it smooth. The people who like it hard straight out the freezer, I don't fully understand them. I don't think you get as much nice flavour in it. I don't think it tastes True. as nice. Yeah, flavours aren't as nice. It's not satisfying on the tongue. I mean, it's another red flag for your fiance, for me. But again, you like it that you know that you like different things. Actually, no, maybe that makes it worse for you because she she goes crazy when you let it melt. Oh. So, yeah, I'm more of a. I don't mind if it turns a bit soupy. I like a midpoint between very hard and soupy. Is yep. where I'm at with the ice cream. Me too. Two spoons, please. Me and Ed are sharing this tub. Well, if you found that chat boring, do not continue listening to the podcast because that's very much the vibe of it. Uh, this is a food podcast, James, where we ask a special guest what? Their favourite ever starter main course, dessert, side dish and drink. And this, and week's, this guest week's special guest is, is Claudia, Claudia Winkleman. Winkleman. Claudia Winkleman, off the telly, a brilliant TV presenter, broadcaster. She hosts Strictly Come Dancing. It's only, like, the biggest show in the country, James. Claudia Winkleman, there's nothing that she can't do. And we're so honoured to have her on the podcast. But, Ed, listen, if she says the secret ingredient, I will kick her out myself. Yeah, you will. I know you will. And you'll kick her out with a little shimmy, won't you, James? Like a Strictly Come Dancing dancer. Yes. Olay. And the special ingredient this week is... Guava. Guava. You suggested this one, James. Yes. What you got against guava? I'm not a particular. You know, I'm not a guava stan. I don't love guava. But what what do you hate about it? The first time I had the guava was in a yogurt, and I was a kid, and I just didn't like the consistency of it. I didn't like the guava yogurts, and it turned me off of them. And I've since. They've maybe popped up in various little dishes every now and again. Mm. It's never stole the show from me. Never seemed necessary. Look, I'm open to it. I'm not going to turn it down if someone offers me some guav. But in general, I would no rather have no guav. I know, like, it's totally not a show stealer because it um, it's always on like an exotic fruit plate. Yes, it's never. You'd never say I'd like a bowl of guav, please. It it's always no. there, unwanted, as an extra little side. But. You know, if you went to, if I went to a fancy restaurant, uh, you know, a Blumenthal kind of thing, and they had guava as the dessert, and it was just guava, I, I might be excited about that. 
Sure. But he'd do something crazy with it. He'd like make a guava lamp or something. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine a this all the guava just floating around in the water. So can we say if Claudia Winklepops picks uh, guava by itself, then we're kicking her out. But if she picks a guava lamp, she can stay. She can stay if she picks a guava lamp. Okay, good. And Claudia has written a book called Quite, which I'm sure we'll mention during the episode, but that comes out, if you're listening to this on the day that this podcast came out, it comes out tomorrow, which is the 1st of October. So go out and buy Claudia Winkleman's book, Quite. Now, obviously, because of the global situation, uh, we are recording remotely, James, as well. You know, it's pretty good, though, because all this Zoom business, I think we get guests that we couldn't get otherwise. I don't think we would have snagged Winkleman. We wouldn't have got Winkleman. Are you joking? Absolutely not. We couldn't have got Winkleman at all. Plus, this way, we record the episodes and then I'm straight in the kitchen to eat. Before, we had to do them all out. We had to all go to the same place, little room together, have the podcast, be starving afterwards because we talked about food, and then have to figure out where we can go and get some food. I've got some food snacks lined up right through there, Ed. What have you got? What's your post-poddy snack? Guava. So, without further ado, here's the off-menu menu of Claudia, Claudia Winkleman. Winkleman. Welcome, Claudia Winkleman, to the Dream Restaurant. Thank you so much. I can't believe it. Thank you so much for having me. I've listened to each one. You can test... Oh, sorry. No, don't... Never apologise. He always waits for the most inopportune moment to pop out of his lamp. Welcome, Claudia. Welcome into the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Uh, James. Although, I should tell you, I'm sort of ha- I'm having a low-level panic about my choices and what I've left out. And my 17-year-old went, you're mint... Because he listens, he's obsessed. He was like, you're what? So... Oh. Anyway, just wanted to say all of that out loud, really. But isn't isn't that the isn't that the default position for all seventeen year olds? Is you what? Yeah, yeah. You're you're a loser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They want to talk to you, Mum. Why? Because of the dancing. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Have a great day at school. It sounds like a laugh. Yeah, he's edible. It's edible. He is edible. Is he one of your choices? <laughs> no. No one's chosen that before. Yeah, no one's chosen their own uh, their own offspring as a as a choice <laughs> own before. Son. Weird that. Um, well, welcome. The, uh, before the genie interrupted, you were saying you've uh, you've listened to the podcast before, uh, and then the genie came and ruined the compliment. So thank you very much for listening to previous episodes, Claudia. No problem. It's a brilliant podcast. I'm obsessed. It really makes the record easier because quite often we have people who come in and it's like they've uh, they've never even had food before. Let listen to the, pod- <laughs> listen to the podcast. They don't know what a genie is. They don't know what a poppadom is. Yeah. It'd be very difficult. Yeah, problematic. How many foods can you name? <laughs> <laughs> it's a big question to start with, James. You've never you've never asked someone to name as many foods as they can. I'm asking for a number rather than Claudia to start reading off foods. Oh so right, okay. Because I'm just going to go through the aisles. How many foods do you estimate? estimate you could name this is such a good question because you don't want to overshoot mm. like i'm tempted to say no. eight yeah do you know what i mean i yeah. think that's a chicer answer bread pasta potatoes <laughs> juice what's your point let's go night night but yeah. genuinely <laughs> i think i could yeah. name more because when you said you could name eight there you named four and then said let's go night night so i'm not sure you could do the eight <laughs> i'm not sure i could do the eight I mean, you panic and yeah. then focus in. Suddenly you're in the frozen aisle and you've only got you've got peas and corn, that's it. Because yeah. nobody wants any other frozen vegetable. It shouldn't be named, it shouldn't be given the attention. What I would say is that James has already said he's not going to make you list foods, but ask for a number. So I think you could say any number and then you'll never have to prove it. No, 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 no. Because suddenly you're in a trap because I say 432 and then we forget the podcast. Don't worry about what you'd have. Never mind what kind of water you choose. And all of a sudden I'm going through the seas, coriander, couscous, which is a disgrace, by the way, if anybody's listening and owns couscous. Uh, And then, yeah, and then all of a sudden I'm sweating and it's bad to sweat with this much spray tan on and we'd all end up weeping and that would be the end. I'd get fired. I'd go and have to live in a hedgehog sanctuary and it's all over. <laughs> you seem quite worried about, about the spray tan. There was a lot of talk about the spray tan before we started recording. I got overexcited last night, that's all. That's not code for anything. I just put too much tan on. How does it work, a home spray tan? I've never done it. Oh, well, let me organise that for you immediately. So <laughs> a lovely girl could... 
don't worry. Let's pause. Uh, a lovely girl called Sophia, beautiful, right? Breathtaking. Comes around, pops up a tent, magic. And it's just erected. You get in there, you turn slowly like a vehicle, you're sprayed. There are different numbers you can ask for. You know, you'd want an eight, an eight mm. because I'm naturally blue. Like an eight is fine. Yesterday I went, let's just take this up a notch, went 12, which what? is why I look like I've slept in Minute Maid. None of this is interesting. None of this should make it in. It is interesting. It absolutely is interesting. from an eight. That's, that's... <laughs> That's more food than you can name. Did you make that decision before Sophia arrived or was it a spur of the moment thing? Were you like, spur fuck of the it, moment. We get yeah. on really well. We get on really well. We've been together for years. I was like, let's go mad. That's a big leap. An eight Thank to you. a 12. Six, I've six. done a 10 before, strictly final, obviously, but I've never gone 12. Mm. So, Claudia, you say you uh, you agonised over your choices. Does that mean uh, you're, you're, a food, you're a foodie? You like your food? I absolutely love food. And, you know, I'm taking it possibly too seriously you know this isn't casual this isn't an enjoyable chat this isn't <laughs> oh you like bread it's not that this is marked down this is placed this is mentioned this is I mean we might as well engrave it into stone so I was there were some things I couldn't disagree with boom, 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 boom. Done. finished but there is a gaping omission in my choices which I don't know whether I can live with. I'm going to try, but that's all I'm saying. Just, just for the for the listener, James, in an effort to get closer to his microphone, has now lain down on the floor with one hand on his knee, which is raised in quite a loose I'm manner. Saying, I'm saying Miami Vice. I'm also yeah. saying Michael Jackson's uh, Thriller album cover. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the best. Is reference. everyone all right with that? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I, I think... wasn't going to mention it. I thought maybe yeah. this is just what happens when he records the podcast. He gets <laughs> into the position. I quite like it. James has a different Michael Jackson body position for every single episode. And uh, thank God we've got the Thriller album cover today because it can go weird. What other body I'm positions relieved. are you thinking of? I should probably move it away from Michael Jackson now. Let's. Yeah. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I, would. I felt bad the minute I said it. I was yeah. like, well, this isn't going in. It's just a waste of everybody's time. Every time you think something's not going in, that's what's going in, Claudia. Oh, interesting. It's mainly going to be spray tan and Michael Jackson, this podcast. I'm just putting on some white lipstick. I would say, if you're worried that your spray tan is too extreme, white lipstick isn't going to do you <laughs> any favor, <is> that right? <laughs> By the way, you're not wrong. But I need, I need the contrast. I want to look like I've kissed Tipex. Right. You know what I mean? Bright orange, black all over the eyes, white mouth, ready right. to order. Okay, yes. That, Do you know what that, I mean? No. Well, it, 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 I, I, well, I know what you mean and I don't know what you mean. I, I, yeah. You describe it very well, so visually I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know what you mean by that is what you want to happen to you. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, that's a long conversation. Let's not pull on that string. Sure, but well. agreed. But it's sort of armour, orange, white, black, fringe, ready. I'm now in the dream restaurant. Before we bring the water to the table, uh, we, mm. we don't want to spill any water on this book that's on the table. Oh, that's an interesting oh book. God. It's a book you've written, Claudia. Do you want to tell us about that? I would prefer to get onto the water, but I'll tell yes. you briefly... It's a collection of, I used to write a column forever for the Independent and the Sunday Times. It's like a collection of essays. It's about T-shirts, black boots, melted cheese, sleeping with nice boys. I mean, whatever. There's food, there's food content. Oh, I want to hear there's more about content. that last one. <laughs> there's definitely food content because, as we know, melted cheese is the answer to everything. So let's put, pop the book back on the shelf. We might be hearing more let's. about the melted cheese later on and bring Adorable the water. Adorable how you got it in there, though, by the way, Ed. A little sparkling water, Claudia. Um, neither, thank you. I don't. <laughs> I don't like or believe in it. I don't. Uh, I won't have it. I won't have it. If you're walking towards my table and there's a water glass on there, and you lean forward, tap or spark. You know, it's a solid no. I, I've never knowingly had water. I don't like it. The whole what? thing is arrogant and smug. There's just a whiff of check me out. And I don't, I don't, I won't have it. I won't have it around. Claudia, you're, you're sounding dangerously like one of those anti-face mask people at the moment. <laughs> I love, no, it's not true. I love a face mask. I'm always in a face mask. 
but I don't. And but then when people drink it, like my husband drinks water, great amounts of water, and I really like him. But it is, it's problematic. Don't touch me, Claude. Take your bra off. Don't think so. That was disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourself. I'm a glugger. I get all my like my day's water. I'll just have it by the sink and glug it all down in big pint cups. Like when you open your throat. Yeah, just pour it in. Like a raw egg in Rocky. Like yeah. this. Ah, this is going down. Yeah. Why? I mean, am I an old prune? Sure, sure, sure. But I'm never thirsty. I've never been thirsty. You know, there are people what? who are thirsty. I've never been. I'm 48. I'm entirely made of spray tan. I've never, you know, people are like, oh, I'd do anything for a drink. That's because they've gone down the route of giving their bodies liquid and so then they want more. The key is none. <laughs> That's a really, a really interesting theory you've got there. People, sure. people are yeah. thirsty because they've drunk No, water. I don't know why people are thirsty. Maybe they've been outside. I don't go outside. So, sure, there are things that can make one thirsty, but I don't want water anywhere near me with its let's like yoga or hummus it's just all check you know look at me look what i can do for you i'm not sure you can lump all those things together i think water has probably more of a backstory than yoga and hummus listen i know that water my little one is doing the water cycle now yada yada you know evaporation precipitation whatever i get it i like the sea i like looking at a river do i want to drink it do i want to ingest it do i want to hear myself swallow <sighs> It's a solid no. So thank you, lovely water waiter, but it's <laughs> not here. Not it. Not on my watch. No, I mean, Move along. I will accept that you don't want water. That's fine. Did I go in too hard? It's because I'm excited to be here. I think we're skimming over your reasoning a little bit too yeah, much at this I, point I because you are talking about water no. as if it's a fad, as if it's a new <laughs> thing that people have got into that you think is ridiculous. No, I, all right, there's a... Can I expand on this? Mm. You can, but also you're going to have to expand on the fact that you think the reasons that you don't like what you, you claim that you've never been thirsty and that the reason for that might be because you've never been outside and you never want to hear yourself like swallow, which you think is limited to water at this point. I think one gets warm and thirsty when they are either doing some form of movement, which I don't do, or they're outdoors, you know, and suddenly everyone's in the sun, they're wearing flip-flops, they're holding massive bottles of water, like the size of my nine-year-old. Oh, I'm so thirsty. Do you want some? Oh, we've got a straw. Oh, yeah, it's made of bamboo. I'm so thirsty. Um, I I don't leave my bed. But if I did leave my bed, so I don't really build up a thirst. You know what I mean? That's A. B, I don't like the taste of it. Sparkling is too much of a shock. Right. Well, it is as if you never drink water. I can imagine it is a shock. It's like a slap around the face of bubbles and liquid. There's too much going on. Oh, my God, bubbles. And then it comes out of people's noses. I'm only guessing here. (laughs) And then, or there's just pure water, H2O. Look at me. How do you stay so beautiful? Oh, I just drink water. But I think this is James's point. I feel like we've talked about it for too long. Well, no, not at all. Whenever you characterise someone who drinks water, you do it like it's a hipster thing, like it's only started, you know, since 2010. My parents don't drink water. They're completely (laughs) anti it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) No, they're not completely anti it. I don't know if I've ever seen them. Oh, my dad had a glass of water, yeah, the other day, and I questioned him about it. But <laughs> why? Why would anyone see anyone else drinking a glass he of water and go, uh, a few questions? All right, imagine <laughs> you're on a date, right? I mean, I've yes. been married to, I've been the same man for 100 years, but imagine you're on a date, you go in, he's all sort of twinkly and a little bit, you know, he's wearing a fisherman's sweater with some paint on it because sometimes he paints. And he's sitting there and he's like, I, I don't know what to have. What are you going to have? Or maybe we should have the same thing. And somebody comes around and they go, would you like some water? And he goes, yeah, sure. And they give him like a pint glass of water and he drinks the whole thing. Are you going to want to kiss this man or yeah. more? Are you going, going to want? No. Lovely wet mouth. A wet mouth with a big, fleshy tongue that's covered in liquid. I want to like a dry, shriveled up little man. I want to sleep with Mr. Burns. He doesn't drink water. I want him at the table. Oh, no, I won't have water. And then just sits there and nibbles on some crusty bread. 
Mm. So Let's go back to yours. Here's the problem with that, I'm going to say, is that while I believe you that you've described what you like, you have, and this is a this is a uh, mistake a lot of comics make when we start out, is that we think an observation about us is universal to everybody else. And we say it on stage like everybody does it. Yeah. What you have described there is two situations, one of which most people would be fine with, kissing a wet-mouthed wet man. They're lying. And the other one, most people would find physically repulsive, is kissing Mr. Burns after he's eaten a cracker. Yeah. Oh, I'm all over it. Oh, especially a car's cracker. Or better, a Bath Oliver. Dry, crispy, full of flakes. <laughs> Which sometimes spit out. Spit out all over your neck. Also, we seem to have stumbled across a belief you have that drinking water, your tongue then absorbs the water and it makes it massive. It doesn't make it... No, the tongue is not a sponge. I did biology. But I also know that it's the demeanour. It's the... Yeah, now let's get on with ordering our food. Yeah, what do you want? I might have the pasta. I've just lost my erection. Thanks very much. Night, night. And what do you... I mean, what do you cook pasta in? Let's not... Let's not, I mean, sure, we can play that game. Yeah, yeah. Cherry Cola. Yeah, Diet 7 up. No, I cook it in water. But I tell you what, then I don't siphon it off and save it and then let the nice, cool, starchy pasta water yeah. be my breakfast. No one does that. No, because your husband just gets straight in there and laps it up like a cat. I just don't like liquid. I don't like wine. There's all kinds of stuff. Is this too weird? I'm a big fan of uh, firsts on this podcast, and I think it's the first time someone's turned down the water course. Yeah, I don't want it. I'd say a massive thank you. I'm very polite. I was a waitress yes. for four years. I'm super smiley. Thank you so much, but no thank you. Mm. Pop it up your bread. Pop it up your bread, Claudia Winkleman. <laughs> this is very good. Not poppadoms. I only like poppadoms if they're very greasy. Not greasy, but I don't like them to be too dry. Am I allowed? <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah, that goes completely against everything you just laid out. <laughs> I know. Just stay with me. You hate the dry poppadoms. You want Mr. Burns to have a poppadom? I like a poppadom with a sheen. A poppadom that looks like it might have just started sweating. Mm -hmm. That's my favourite poppadom. But I really love bread. But I don't want a hard bread. I don't want a seeded bread. I don't want a, oh, let me just get into there. I don't want an olive bread with pumpkin seeds on it. What I'd really like, am I allowed a toaster on the table? Yes. You absolutely are. I'd like some appliances. So I'd like a toaster on the table and I'd like, I'm going to use the word bloomer, mm -hmm. a white bloom, you know, sort of doughy, soft. If you put your face in it, it will leave the indentations. I want that toasted at three, not at four, not at five. I'm not a lunatic. Three. The reason why I need the toaster at the table, because the minute it comes out, I need butter on it. The minute. Not in the kitchen, you know, when you take toast out, maybe put it in a thing. And then a bit later, you put butter on. It has to be, <laughs> burn your hands on the shh, butter. Butter disappears, gone, all the way yes. through. And then I'd like a little bit of Marmite. I love Marmite. I love Marmite. It's still the king. One of my kids is called Marmite. <laughs> what? I'm joking. But I would have done it. <laughs> I believed it. I yeah, would have believed did. it. Have you ever had toast out or bread can also be soft? Cream cheese, then Marmite. But I think have you ever a... been... James, is there a cafe? cafe Sorry, James. Were you about to say about the cafe at Brixton Village? Yes. I can't... I mean, we were literally saying the same thing and we spoke over each other. Carry on. But that's adorable. You're like twins. <laughs> it's lovely. I find this very moving. Speaking of twins... I you both. Speaking of yeah. twins, how is your twin, Claudia? Do I have a twin? Yes. You both tried to sue Mark Zuckerberg because he stole Facebook off of you. Oh, yes. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> Is She's that what you fine. was that your prep for this podcast? Was writing that joke down on a little bit of paper, and you couldn't wait to get it in somewhere. I could only do it if Claudia organically brought up twins, and I couldn't <laughs> believe it. <that> <laughs> Can't and believe it paid off. Five minutes in, <laughs> yeah, had to do it. Um, there is a cafe in Brixton Village called the Burnt Toast Cafe, and they have toasters on the table where you can <gasps> and you can do your own toast. Right, Great. we need to go there. There also that lovely toast smell, and uh, once for my birthday. I wanted to go all around Brixton Village because I love it so much and just eat all day. And we went there, a whole bunch of us in the morning, and we were there first. And Ed was there, and so was Nish Kumar. And the lady who runs Burnt Toast Cafe loves Mock the Week. And she came ah. out, and she was like, ah, James. And then she saw Ed, and she went, Ed. And then she saw Nish and went, Nick. And then she was <laughs> calling him. She 
she called him Nick for the whole whole meal. I, she started calling him Big Nick, and it was yeah. the best birthday present I've ever had. Big Nick, a gift, a gift. Big Nick. What are your toppings at this place? What are your toppings? I mean, I can think... you have? Are there jams? Is there marmalade? Yes. What is that? Yes. Anything yes. you want? Jams, marmalade, marmite. Mm. Obviously, loads of butter. Peanut butter. Um, also, when you were saying earlier about toast and the, the settings being wrong, and it's. I was thinking about maybe Sophia could come over with her yeah. spray gun, spray some bread for you. <laughs> Make it look like toast. Maybe we should change the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I want to look like toast. You want to look like toast. You know, the numbers, I always thought it represented the strength of the heat that the bread was getting, but it's just time. It's time. Yeah. I didn't oh. know that. I blew my it's mind. It's always going to get the same out. heat. I didn't know that until just now. Pretty incredible, right? That is mind-blowing. So you thought five was a force of... And yeah. one was just a gentle... Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> like a stroke. Yeah, like a little yeah. kitten. I bet a lot of people listening to this didn't know that. It's the kind of thing that you assume when you're younger, you never have a conversation about it. Correct. And nothing ever happens that makes you think otherwise. You go, oh, well, eight is hotter than two. And then it comes out more burns. Go, yeah, it must have been. Mm. Does your mm. toaster go to eight? Currently, I'm house sitting for my parents, and all they've got is frozen bread. But when you say all they've got is frozen bread, they've also got a toaster, right? You've not been eating frozen bread for the last few days. A gentleman never tells. <laughs> so we come to your starter now. This is where I guess it gets a little bit tense for you. No, I get really tense over the main course. I, I this had to be in. I feel bad. Because I've just had toast and marmite. But I couldn't have a menu, and I told you I'm taking this too seriously, without the following on it. And it is a tuna melt. It is. And everyone needs to just deal with it because it's the best thing in the whole world. And if you've ever had a good tuna melt, steam will come out of your ears, you will cry, angels will sing, and dolphins dance. And I... I, Yeah, if it's dolphin-friendly tuna. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. And I think I was 15 and I had it. And, I mean, I almost cried. I almost defecated. I mean, I almost, I'd never eaten. I always knew that cheese on toast. My parents are like, we believe in cheese on toast. Worcester sauce. That was often tea, like three times a week. I mean. Yeah, of course it was. As salty as possible. No water. No water. Yeah. No water on the table. Absolutely none. Yeah. Don't even look at the tap. Sluggedly and parents from the bottle. Yeah, uh, big, mug, oh God, of, big yeah. mug of it. Oh, I would drink that, a huge mug of it. I pour it all over myself. I also <laughs> want to be the colour of Worcester sauce. <laughs> Here's a question for you, Claudia, before we go on. Who would you rather hang out with, Lee or Perrin? Oh, Perrin. Yeah, why? why, why Perrin? Pe- Perrin's filthy. Lee's a good guy. He turns up, he sorts it all out, he's organised. Perrin is outside by the bins having a fag. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think that, that's completely fair. That's why he's second. Like he's lucky enough to be in the team, and so he's not bothered he's about lucky, being the first but name. Also, Lee without Perrin is well, just Lee. Do you want to go to the pub with Lee? No, thanks very much. No. Perrin's here. Hell yeah! Could Perrin get that up and going? Not by yeah. himself. He Lee. needs Lee. They are a duo. They are James. You could say twins. I think you've absolutely nailed that. I don't think I'll ever get a better answer to that question. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening in the tuna melt? What Take us through the, the different components right. of the tuna melt. This is going to bore you to tears, so if you two want to have a nap, I get it. <laughs> toast in, but only at two. There is no colour on the toast. If you are if you like, you're just, you're just hardening the bread. You're just giving it a bit more oomph. Because if it's totally soft, fine, eating too messy. But basically, you want a soft bread. You don't want toast under the grill. That's madness. Is this the same bread that you had for the bread course, by the way? Yes, because... Let's use everything up. No waste. But uh, I know this is my dream restaurant. Nothing is wasted. But still, I'm very happy with a sort of a doughy bloomer. It will have to be sliced. I can't slice bread. I mean, I can, but it's a mess. This comes out in a separate bowl. What you're doing is you're using tuna in olive oil, not brine. That stuff should be illegal. Uh In there, you're adding mayo, lots of lemon juice, and ring-a-ding-ding, Tabasco. You're mixing all that. That is a delicious hotchpotch of mess. Like, what's that on your neck? Just a bit of tuna that I made. Oh, can I eat it off? Oh, sexy tuna on the toast. All the way to the edges. Not an embarrassing little circle in the middle going on what will spread out. All the way to the edges. We're going to make a mess. Everyone needs to suck it up. I have a 17-year-old that will tidy. 
good. On top of that, you are going to slice not some mature cheddar. Cheddar. Let's not <laughs> fight with the taste. It's please. A, so sorry, it, I'm loving this. Are you, are you please, can I have a request? No, I'm not. I absolutely. I love know what he's going to say. Yep. Please, can you continue cheddy. to refer to it as, as cheddy, not cheddar? <laughs> I, 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 love, I love mature cheddy. I'm really cheddy. sorry. I'm really I sorry, it. but I was overexcited. Yeah, you're but getting... I, I, want to, I want it to stick to cheddy, please. Okay, cheddy. You're going to get, you're not going mild, but you're also, you're not going mature. I'd, I'd like a light to medium cheddar. Cheddy. Cheddy. Uh, yeah. And you're slicing that in quite big hunks. What you're not doing is you're not doing it with a mandolin. Not that you ever would. I don't have a mandolin, but I don't want anything polite here. It's big slices. You put that on, you put it under the grill. It comes out. Cut it. Ask people to come. They will never leave. Delicious. Not with a glass of water, my friend. But you eat that, and that's mind-blowing. And I'm older than both of you put together, but I remember when tuna melts did not exist in this country. Does that make any sense? Like... Nobody had a tuna melt. It was 20 years before Ed's Diner. I've been here since the dinosaurs. And I was in America, first time I was in America, really glamorous, 14, in New York. At a, like, just a local diner, somebody said, why don't you try the tuna melt? Best thing I've ever eaten. That was my, like, ultimate food moment. Weeping. Mum, is this real? Yeah. Have I, t- have I shared too much? You no, both it's perfect. Or you're I, I absolutely loved it. And I could have listened yeah. to it forever. Yeah, I, d- I don't often think think about a tuna melt, but God, I love a tuna melt. A tuna melt has all the wisdom and joy and gravitas of cheese on toast with an added extra, which is the salt, and, and you have to have the Tabasco there in the tuna. And the cheese also, sorry to be specific, can't just be melted. You don't want it burnt, but you do want it bubbling. Mm. So you're going to need a grill. You need to watch it. And then when it starts, little bubbles, like geezers of cheese, start bubbling up, out. Then you don't wait. It's not like, guys, supper's ready. None of that. Eat it. If you're not here with your mouth open going, thank you, mummy, it's gone. I've inhaled it. I've put it in my bra, um, so to speak. It's the old phrase, I've put it in my bra. <laughs> I've put it yeah. in my bra. A moment on the lips, a lifetime in the bra. <laughs> Have you ever burnt the roof of your mouth with this technique? Yes, many times. And unfortunately, you've got no way of cooling it down when that happens. <laughs> Not me. Sort of manic blowing <laughs> before. But you don't want it to cool down. You don't want the cheese to solidify. You don't want any of that. It's an immediate dish. It's yeah. right now. And I've once had it with chips, which I highly recommend, mm. with a big fat chip. With a mayo dip, tuna melt. I mean, that's better than anything. Can I ask? I might be being stupid here, but when you say it's, you put it under the grill and then pull it out, are you then putting another slice of toast on top or are you just having it like an open sandwich? It's an open sandwich. It's an open sandwich, okay. Because then the ratio is wrong. You Mm. can't have another slice of toast on there. But I mean, then you're making a cheese and tuna sandwich, which doesn't feel right. What you need is you need to hold it like this, like you're holding a newborn. Oh, eating a kid again? (laughs) No, but with (laughs) the the same... So you're holding it, fingers outstretched, holding there. The magic is about to happen. Imagine George Clooney turns around and goes, I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to kiss you. It's better than that. Yeah. And then you're holding it and your mouth goes in and it leaves teeth indentation marks. In the, you're not slicing it. You're not suddenly putting it into quarters because then the tuna will get messy. You're holding it as one large slab of heaven. Your taste in men changed dramatically then. Yeah. Mr Burns to George Clooney. I don't, yeah, no, I'm much more of a Burns person than a Clooney person. But yes. George, Clooney's just eat, George Clooney's just eating a bag of flour though, right? Yeah, then, yeah. That's heaven. Heaven. George Clooney went, oh, God, I bet he drinks water all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, just can you pass me a glass of water? Good impression of Clooney. That's exactly what like he he's say. here. <laughs> well, so, so far, let's recap, you've had a Marmite sandwich and a tuna melt. <laughs> Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve 
a good aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos, so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed. Answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm. Um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver. But yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things. And then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that. And then I forget about it. And then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff... May I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. So, what sandwich would you like for your main course? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my main course, I had to choose this. My favourite thing, my last ever meal, it has to be roast chicken. My Mm. mum used to roast a chicken. She would make quite a small chicken. It was me, my brother, and I've got three, I've got two stepbrothers and a stepsister. Small chicken would last till Thursday. I don't know what she did with it, but it was majestic. And there was so much lemon and herbs and butter. And so... A roast chicken to me is the best thing you can eat. You can dilly-dally beef. Oh, I've got crackling over here. Oh, it's a slow-cooked lamb. I mean, hideous. You want a roast chicken. You want people to come around. What are you getting out of the oven? Oh, I'm just getting the roast chicken. (gasps) Skin. Skin. And I don't mind which bits I like. I know the fancy people say there was like brown meat. I'll have a bit of breast. I'll gnaw on a wing. Roast chicken says to me celebration more than a birthday cake. If I've made you a roast chicken, it means I will take a bullet for you. That's not strictly true. I make a roast chicken every Sunday. But the point is, roast chicken is event eating for me, James. More than a birthday cake. I love it. And now I'm just obviously imagining a roast chicken with loads of candles in the top. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. That's what I'd have. Maybe I'll have that for my 50th. What do you go for when you've done a roast chicken? What part do you zero in on as yours? I really like a wing because the way I cook roast chicken, should we be boring again? It's not, yes, people love, people night, love night this boys. content. Night, night, boys. So garlic and lemon inside. And sometimes, if I've got it, a rasher of bacon, streaky mm. bacon. <clears throat> then olive oil or a bit of melted butter on the outside, but not a bit, actually, a lot. Let's not dilly-dally. Mm. I'm not being parsimonious. Then so much rock salt, molden, a bite, <laughs> crispy. At the base of the chicken, I'm going to put in... Um, some vegetables, whatever I've got, carrots, parsnips, which just all adds to the joy, and maybe some whole garlic bulbs that are going to fall apart. I put it in a very hot oven, like alarmingly hot, so the chicken becomes like an angry cat. And then you turn it down. So when it comes out, the outskirts are so crispy, you might burst into tears. So I'll have a wing. And my eldest son would like a wing. And my daughter wants breasts. My husband's easy. So, like, everybody has a situation. And then you get the mulchy vegetables and you put that on top. I'm actually roasting a chicken later today. Are you, James? Are you? So, so I'm taking well, Talk me through here. your roast chicken. Yeah, what are you doing, mate? James, James um, has only but... just learned how to cook and a lot of his recipes mm. involve smashing things until they're flat. So let's see if that, that's going to happen with the chicken. Like well, I will be doing those later on. I will, be, I will be doing my famous smashed potatoes later on, actually, Ed, as well. Mm. So... Um, I'm going to be putting lemon, garlic, and thyme in its ass mm-hmm. and then covering it in uh, olive oil and butter and salt and pepper. And uh, it's annoying, actually, because, like, uh, as I said, I'm house-sitting at my mum and dad's at the minute, so I forgot that they don't have uh, Nando's peri-peri rub in their cupboard, which uh, I've been using at home uh, on the roast chicken. So now I'm going to have to maybe improvise with some other things that are similar. But roast chicken, you know what I mean? I bet you're doing something special, James. That's why you're having it. You're not just going to go, yes. oh, do you know what? I'll just it's roast my nephew's chicken. birthday. Oh, ho, ho. how old is he? He is, I really want to get this right, 
six. Adorable. Are you going to put a candle in the chicken? Because he might do, be disappointed if he's six. Oh, yeah, maybe I should have candles in the chicken, just like we said. But, and and I, I should say to him, as I'm giving it to him, better than a birthday cake. <laughs> no, he'll want Although, I should six. point out, he is a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the chicken for, buddy? Well, I guess it's for his family, and he can have all the... Uh, the other stuff, all the I made loads of veg. One lone I've all, pea. I've also he likes pasta, and I'm giving him the option of a vegetarian pasta that I've learned to make. However, he hates courgettes, and it's a courgette sauce. But his mum says, as long as I disguise the sauce, and he can't see courgettes in it. He will eat it and not know the difference. Happy birthday! He sounds so cute. He's vegetarian, but. The rest of the family aren't. Yes, he's decided recently that he doesn't want to eat animals. That's uh, a very just... headstrong six-year-old. A lot of respect for yeah. that. Oh, he absolutely is. I also, I tell you what, it's much harder to argue it. Well, not that I go around arguing vegetarians anyway, but when you see people having arguments with like adult vegans and adult vegetarians, it can go on for ages. With a little kid, they just go. But it just seems horrible killing the animals. And you go, yeah, can't argue that. All right. <laughs> no problem. 100%. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, I want to know what your omission is from your main that was so difficult that um, caused you a lot of heartache. Here we go. I think we're all agreed that pasta is the king of foods, right? Your nephew, who you're going to see later, yes. would agree. He and my favourite pasta is mac and cheese. Macaroni cheese <laughs> is... If you're hungover or if you feel a bit wobbly, if the girls are coming around, if you're having a date, you want a pot of bubbling mac and cheese. And there's an Instagram account called Mob Kitchen. They make a mac and cheese where you'll literally shout, what the fuck? It looks like the best mac and cheese. They put like, then they put breadcrumbs on, it's going under the grill, there's seven tons of cheese in there, they're mac... So the idea that I have given my absolutely favourite meal and there isn't a pasta, which I could have had mac and cheese as a starter or I'd have had mac and cheese on the side or I'd have it as my main, is slightly heartbreaking. So I'm just saying out loud, I'd like to apologise to all the macaroni and all the cheese. I thought I'd cover cheese with a tuna melt. Yeah. But the bottom line is, if you get a fork and you pierce, makes that noise, yeah. the crust of the mac and cheese and you go in... And it's creamy. The cheese is stringy. It's piping hot. Not too hot that you would need a glass of water. We're not mad. And that's heaven. A bucket of it. Here's what I'm going to offer you. Go on. Uh, I don't know if you ever had it before, but I think you mm. would like it. Mm. We go back to that tuna melt. We mm. take off the cheese and we replace the cheese with mac and cheese. No. You wouldn't eat that? No. That's not fine. That's the world. That's bread with pasta and cheese and tuna. I'm not saying that I... I'm a clean foodie, but even that, no. Because okay. mac and cheese, by the way, let me just say this. This is my last comment. I know I'm annoying. If other people put other stuff in a mac and cheese, like, yeah, I just thought I'd uh, shave a bit of, you know, broccoli in there, or I just got some, yeah, I had some chorizo left over, and I just chucked, no, I'm a purist. No. Mac and cheese is macaroni and cheese. Finish. Okay, here's another another option for you, Claudia. We go back to the roast chicken. We take out the onion uh, and the lemon no. and the bacon and we pour mac and cheese up the chicken's ass. Yeah. Ed, you and I were getting on very well. <laughs> well it was all... It was going really I found well, it yeah. All, I found it joyful. Fine, yeah. chatting to these boys. They're like twins. They <laughs> say the same thing. This is fantastic, although they're both totally individual. No, we can't. Other than having it for a pudding, but I love my pudding, I couldn't, I couldn't give up the roast chicken. My side dish is possibly the best thing you've ever eaten in your life. I can't give up the tuna melt because, you know, when people say, do you remember where you were when? Or do you remember? Mm. I remember more than anything where I was where I had that tuna melt, where just everything collided. The world exploded. Blood came out of my nose. It was <laughs> a new beginning. Um, and I can't have it instead of toast and marmite. That would have been strange. That wasn't an option. I reckon, because you're very persuasive, I reckon yes. you could have persuaded us to have a tuna melt instead of toast, instead of, as your bread course. Oh, yeah. And then I'm put the mac idiot. and cheese as a starter. I think I'm you an could idiot. have done that. I'm embarrassed. Well, we're not. What is the point I haven't, of me? I haven't gone to the kitchen yet. I'm just writing down your order. But that means I forego Marmite. Unless you want to put the Marmite on your mac and cheese. Ed. Well, yes. Ed, you, you know. No more words for me. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe you let me have two sides because I'm so friendly. And because I haven't had any water. 
Maybe instead of water, I'll yes. tell you what I'll have. Is yeah. I'll have a mug full <laughs> of mac and cheese. I'll allow it. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. That's yeah. That's what I'm you're so having. Happy. I'm so happy. Do you want that still or sparkling? <laughs> yeah. Just as it comes, please. Extra cheesy. Super hot. Tap. Imagine if you had a tap oh, in your I'll house. Just imagine Where that. you turned it on and mac and cheese came out. Oh. We're missing a trick. What are we, well, everyone, down tools, we're starting a new business. Well, I'd be dead within the week. Yeah. Because that's all you do. Yeah, yeah of course. I'd put, stick my head under it on the straight away. All the time. I'd, be, I'd, like, I'd have burns all over my face from where I put my head under the tap because I'd reroute it to my shower and I'd hop in the shower. <laughs> oh, yeah. Babe, I'll be done in a minute while he's out. <laughs> drinking water. Imagine just food taps. You know what I mean? Tomato soup. Heights, obviously. There is no other. Kids, have you done your homework? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> why? 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 Okay. I was going to ask you something else, but first of all, why, when you're at the uh, tap that only dispenses Heinz tomato soup, <laughs> when you're doing that act out, are you asking the kids if they've done their homework? Because that's the way the world works, right? How was your day? How was your day? How was it? Fine. Ugh. You know, depending on their age, they're either incredibly yeah. <laughs> irritated by me or the little one, Mummy, it was absolutely fine. And geography is so interesting. And then the 14-year-old is like, oh, why do you ask me that every day? What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, so, but they're adorable and I try and lick them and I'm following them around and they're like, oh, get off, Mum. I'm doing a TikTok. Anyway, yeah. and then they go off and I'm like, do your homework. Do you need any snacks? Do you want me to come with you? Oh, I love Believe Eyelash. It's not eyelash, Mum. Okay, never mind. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I, the only way I can bring them back to me because I'm clingy and is I can get them back to me with food. Right. You're doing your homework, but, supper's on the table. Oh, I get to stroke your hair again. But Mom, do you think you off. could get them back to you if the food was always Heinz tomato soup out of a tap? Yeah, or my old mac and cheese. Or mac and cheese, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mix them. But yeah, if there was mac and cheese, guys, mac and cheese. Hey, Mum, how was your day? Oh, you haven't <laughs> asked me for 10 years. <laughs> I, I think I would mix them on day one. Yeah. If I had both those taps, I would be too curious and I would want to mix no, them. No, I wouldn't. I won't have it. Would they come out piping hot? That's vital. I think so. Like a toaster, Good. there'll be a little thing on the side. Oh, and you decide how hot you want it. I'd also have a hot chocolate tap if we're here. Yes, absolutely. Okay. What other, what other, and you know what else I'd have? Gravy. gravy I'm not tap. very good at making gravy and I like gravy. I would have milkshake tap, ice cream tap. What flavour milkshake? Not banana. I'm going to have to hang up. Okay. Was it going to be banana? Well, the thing is, if I go to McDonald's, which I rarely do, that's the milkshake I would choose every time. I'm sort of speechless, gobsmacked. Yeah, okay. I'd only have a chocolate milkshake or a coffee milkshake. Well, if you're having coffee milkshake, you can't really have a go at anyone. Fine. <laughs> I understand. My position is weakened. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would choose, even though I don't like banana milkshake, but I'd probably... Would I choose banana over coffee? No, you wouldn't choose banana. Have you ever been to a, an establishment called Five Guys? Yes. Yes. I find it delicious. Delicious. Yeah. Double fried onions, thanks very mm. much. Not the spicy chips, because that mm -hmm. would mean I might need a glass of... Water. Water. But I, they have a coffee milkshake, which is delicious. Okay. That does sound good. I would try that. If you're asking, I'd just have one tap uh, sausage meat. No, you oh, yeah. wouldn't. He would. He would have that. I would. I'd heat, a, I'd heat a pan up, I'd put, put it below the tap, and then run in a big sort of like Cumberland a swirl. Coil. A Cumberland coil every morning. Your side dish, Claudia. I'm going to say what it is and you're going to go, no biggie. Then I'm going to explain to you how my mother-in-law makes it and you're all going to go, right, down tools. You're going to say to your lovely producer, I think we've done enough now because <laughs> this has been beaten. This has been won. And because tomorrow you'll talk to somebody who will go, oh, broccoli spears with almonds and everyone will feel a bit sad inside. So my mother-in-law, I've known forever, 22 years, she makes potato dauphinois, right? No biggie, right? <laughs> Baked potatoes with a bit of cream. This is how she does it. And the first time I had it, I did a roly-poly. I mean, I didn't do a roly-poly, but I would have done inside I was doing a roly-poly. So she... I mean, I, I, I absolutely believed you did a roly-poly yep. in real life. And in my head, it was the first time that you'd met your mother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, and she was excited to <laughs> excited to meet you, you know, the, the person who her son has decided to dedicate his life to. Uh, and she served potato dauphinoise. You got up off the table and did a roly-poly and she thought, oh, no. And she said, are we sure? Because you seem to have met other people. And who's this 
orange woman who's never had potatoes <laughs> like it. Who is this woman you have brought into my house? She won't let us have water on the table. Uh, yeah, it was weird. So into the dish, you know, first of all, buttered, potato, a layer. On every layer of potato, there goes in at least six cloves of garlic and rock salt. And there's about four or five, maybe six layers. Double cream. It is so garlicky, you are basically eating oven-roasted garlic cream with layers of beautiful potatoes. And with roast chicken and a bit of mustard or horseradish, if it's Christmas and you're feeling a bit jaunty, there is no better meal. Full stop. End of. Close. Finish. Night, night. Go home. Thank you very much. Thank you, Acast. Thank you, Apple. We are complete. That is the side dish of all side dishes. Because you said night, night. Now I'm imagining when your mother-in-law served you that, you did a roly-poly and then immediately went to bed. Yeah. yeah. By the way, it, it the tastes so good. It's not like normal potatoes. Potatoes are the... I mean, I would... They're the love of my life, right? I mean, I love mac and cheese, but potatoes... I'd marry a potato. I mean, I yes. feel passionate. I like new potatoes. I like every. I don't really like mash because uh, I... Offensive. I kind of agree with you. The, 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 for what? me, the, dauf, the, the Dauphinoise is the king. The Dauphinoise is the king of potatoes for me. Uh, right, if we talk about potato and kings... Uh, right, <laughs> I cannot believe this Go is on, happening. James. James has just stood up, everyone. Yeah. Ed knows that I'm the mash king, yeah. and he's talking about Dauphinoise being the king and throwing the word king around while, mm. while being very dismissive of mash, and I make the best mash in well, the okay. that I worked in at the time. There's different kings, but the, the mash is like the British king, right? It's the it's the sort of it's horrible king. little king it's John. It's not even a jester. It's like a I'm peasant. not even sure if it's in the court. Peasant king, whereas Dauphinoise is like King Louis the Fourteenth or whatever. No, Dauph- okay. listen, but above mash goes jacket, goes baby new, buttered. Mm. Baby new, buttered above mash. No, yeah, I, I I'll tell you what else high. goes above it. A fondant, I've only yeah. had one once. I'll tell you what else goes above mash. Boulanger. Um, Oh, bashed up potatoes. Yeah, with the with the fried onions. Mm-hmm. Night, night. Night, night. Finished. End of. Goodbye. Thank you very much for having us. We won. No, this is it. Potatoes and this one, very, very garlicky. Mm-hmm. Is, you've never had anything like it. And even better the day after. And because they're Danish, they celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. Fine. Kids were confused. Where is Father Christmas? Mm-mm, never mind. Eat your turkey. Um... Christmas day, they do it Christmas Eve. Christmas day, you wake up and there's still Dauphinois in the fridge, which I've eaten before, not even using a utensil, barely using my hand, face in. Deal with it. <laughs> Suck it up, everyone. This is me. She's still disappointed that he married me, if you're asking. Are you going to put your face in all of the food? Because you've already done it in the bread to test to see if it's soft enough. Sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not, but I'm not mad for a utensil. <laughs> but these potatoes... It's that much, it's just that much garlic. You just grate seven in like on every slice. Boof, 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 boof. In comes out. <sighs> what have she done? Why does the house smell better than a warm than your toast cafe? What is happening? Everyone, welcome. You put that on, oven proof, you know, like a wooden board. Spoon, let's get jiggy. Oh, you seem to be crying. That's because you've tried my potatoes. Lovely. That's the biggest play anyone's ever made for a, for a side dish before. It's favourite drink now. And oh. uh, we know how you feel about water. And really all liquid. Am I... What time of day is it? And who am I with? Any time. That's up to you. you want. All right. Well, if I'm out with the girls, right, my best friends yeah. in our world, then I'm going to have a margarita. Because it is the best drink, but I can't really drink the whole thing because I'll fall over because I'm not very good with alcohol. I had to have a nap at my own wedding, one sip of wine. I was like, not being funny, this is going on a bit. I'm going to just have to get my head down. However, my favourite beverage, I'm even holding it. Look, it's here. Diet 7 up. That is nectar. That's from the gods. When was the last time you had a Diet 7 up? Quite recently. It is is good. It is nice. but so delicious. Glides down like a beautiful stream. Like a beautiful water. No, no, no. Because water tastes that was a waste of time. And I've got a massive tongue and my my tummy is swilling around with liquid every time I have water. Just don't give it anything. 
Let it be a little dry, empty shell full of toast. You know, I'm going out tonight, weirdly, with one of my best friends in the world. I might have a margarita because I like the salt and I like the zing of tequila and it feels a bit wild. Makes me want to mess up my hair, wear high heels, kiss the Mm. bloke who likes water. It's all a bit ring-a-ding-ding, isn't it? A margarita. I can't abide wine. I don't understand it. It makes sense that your favourite drink would have salt on it. There you go. There you go. I like it on the rocks. Just all Mm -hmm. fucked up in a glass. Rocks, salt, ow. White lipstick, black eyeliner, out with the girls, feeling our boobs. What are we doing? And then at about quarter to ten, we go (laughs) night-night. Look, this is going to sound like a perverted question, but it isn't. I genuinely don't know what you meant. Feeling our boobs? What's that? No. Well, girls, no, we're not feeling our boobs. We're not feeling each other's boobs, although we would. We're just out. I've seen girls yeah. on a night out. I, not... know what, I know, but I know what you mean. When you feel you feel so excited that you're out that you just need to grab something and uh, <laughs> you something. your own, your own bits are there. James, have you ever been so excited you, you've got to grab your crotch? You're the one sat like Michael Jackson. He does it all the time. <laughs> Shamo. A margarita has the promise of filth and a big night. Whereas a vodka and tonic, also a good beverage. But wine is like sleepy. But if you have a margarita, you could go, do you know what? We might end up in Hull. Let's just go for it. Let's just see what's going to happen. Anything could happen. Nothing does happen because we have two sips and then go, should go to bed. But failing that, this, I'm holding it up. Yes. Do you hear that? Oh, it's like a magic liquid. I've got the can near the microphone. Here. <laughs> you know what it says? Diet seven up. It says refreshed, but not really. And that's what I like. You don't like you to be fully I mean? refreshed. I mean, again, not really. <laughs> Diet seven up is I've just dried you out even more. And I think that's why I like it. Do you want to go with the Diet 7-Up then? Because the margarita sounds fun. It sounds like a laugh. Why can't I have yeah. both? Come on, we're so friendly now. We've already made a big allowance on the water course. I'll have Diet 7-Up. I think Diet 7-Up Diet Seven Up is, I wouldn't, I could live without margaritas. I cannot live without Diet 7-Up. That's, that's the one we've decided. Mm. I was going to offer you a margarita made with Diet 7-Up. No, okay. because now you're, we can't mess. Yeah. I don't want a hybrid. There's, just to be clear, you can't live without Diet 7-Up. I can't. I yeah. can't survive. You can't live about it. I hear what you're saying, James. I hear you. you, well, you, you know, I mean, you know where I'm going with it. Yeah, I know yeah. where you're going. And I part of my brain knows that you're making sense, but I just can't get there. I just don't That's like the fine. taste of it. If you don't like the taste, I don't like going to the gym. There's all kinds of... I don't like roller coasters. Mm-hmm. I don't like tarantulas. Guess what? I don't do that. I don't have them. I don't have spiders in my house. I don't go to Alton Towers. Do you like normal 7-Up? No. No, that's a disgrace. So you never drink it? No. But you no. drink Diet 7-Up? No? I like fake sugar. Sugar feels a bit too straightforward. So you haven't had normal 7-Up in ages? No. Does Diet 7-Up mm. just taste like normal 7-Up to you now? Yes, but I don't think it does. I mean, I think if I taste test, you know, mm. do you remember they used to like Pepsi and Coke? You won't remember it was before you were born. So, mm-hmm. but if you had a Diet 7-Up and a 7-Up, I'd be able to taste the difference. But 7-Up would just be too sweet. Yes. I also have at least two naps a day. I should have mentioned that, perhaps. So Yeah, because the, you're dehydrated. You're basically in the desert at this point. I'm always yeah. in the desert. You're not wrong. So I, I normally just have to lie down and have a nap. But it's difficult to nap after, I imagine, a proper can of 7-Up because your little heart, you know, your brain will be all bouncy. It's like if I give the small ones Haribo and then they're like, bing! And they, I'm like, why won't they go to sleep? It's so weird. Uh, it's just one packet of Tang Fastics. But Diet 7 up to fine. It doesn't mess with anything. Solid choice, I think. I think mm. it goes nicely with the meal as well. It, it, it complements the mac and See? cheese particularly. There you go. Now, I'm a bit nervous going into this final course because you mentioned how much you love crackers earlier. Mm. I'm really hoping they don't make an appearance in your dessert. They sort of do. So the best pudding... We all know this. So we can oh. dilly-dally. People can talk about fondants. People can go, oh, have you ever had a profiterole? And <laughs> noise. This is the best pudding, but it has been ruined. There are many different machinations which are all wrong. So my favourite pudding is a cheesecake. However, it has to be close non-baked. There. That was so close. <laughs> <laughs> when you said, God, you said cheese, cake. I nearly... Oh. <laughs> cheesecake, non-baked, ratio... 
50-50 to a buttery, biscuity base <laughs> what? and a cream cheese topping. And what? they do this in some New York diners. Like, it's just base. And it's a taste of heaven. If you want a bit of lemon zest in there, I mean, I'm not going to argue about it, but I don't want a coolie ever. I don't want a jam topping. I don't want fresh fruit on a pudding ever. Like, oh, I just, I found a kumquat. Get out of here. I'd like a pan, like from the Cheesecake Factory, a pan like you would get for pizza, like a huge, big circle, and then a slicer and two teaspoons. Done. Cheerio. Thanks for coming. I'm intrigued. Night, night. I'm intrigued by this 50-50 biscuit base. I don't think I've ever seen that before. The reason that cheesecake is embarrassing itself, because I don't know whether people are going healthy or I don't know... But I don't, I never want a cheesecake with a thin biscuit or worse, sort of like half biscuit base. Then a big hunk of that sort of wobbly, gelatinous disgustingness that's been put in the oven. And then a big layer of jam on the top. That's not cheesecake. What I'm talking about is old school, East Coast America, pizza pie cheesecake. Like that's how they do it, where it's just on the outskirts. You know, if you're looking from the outskirts, the base would come up to at least half. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the cream cheese and cream topping. <sighs> Finished. Kaput. Pass me a fork. I tell you the one thing that annoys me about ba- biscuit bases on cheesecake is quite often they've just come out the fridge and trying to get a bit of it off with a fork, quite often it can just ping across the room. Correct. Are you, are you all right with that? I'm all right with everything as long as the ratio is correct, as long as it's chilled, as long as it hasn't been baked. As long as it's plentiful, there's enough for everyone, then we all know it's the best pudding. Full stop. But I agree if I just said casually cheesecake, everyone would go, she's fallen at the final hurt, like we were with her. Garlicky yeah. potatoes, crispy skin, tuna melt, a mug of mac and cheese. Oh, we were with you from that point. Yeah, definitely. I yeah, sure. I don't think I've got a vegetable in here. I'm embarrassed. I mean, a leafy one. Uh, but yeah, cheesecake. I am also a massive fan, and this is... What my eldest said to me today, he went, oh, you've missed a trick. I also love a chocolate mousse, but not a fancy mm. chocolate mousse, not a dark chocolate mousse. I like a chocolate mousse that you get from the packet. I like an aero chocolate mousse. Pack of four, teaspoon, telly on. Chow. <laughs> when it comes to cheesecake, would you say that you're all about that base? Very good. Would you, Correct. Would you good. protest if we got one of our listeners to maybe make a... A meme of you. I would like it. <laughs> I'd be overjoyed. That, with the that would box. be my screensaver. I'd retweet it every day until I'm 90. I mean, I could also, by the way, go for a Kit Kat. Classic four stick wrapped in mm-hmm. foil. I, I don't want a swoosh of anything. I don't want it to be dusted with anything. I just want a big slab of cheesecake. I'm going to read your menu back to you now. Okay. See how you feel about it. Mm. Water, a mug of mac and cheese. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Problems of bread, you want uh, white bloomer, toasted at three, immediately buttered, a little bit of marmite. Mm. Starter, tuna melt, white bloomer, toasted at two, mayonnaise, lots of lemon juice, Tabasco, and a light medium cheddy. There you go. <laughs> Main, roast chicken with lemon, garlic, bacon, and olive oil. There we go. Side, mother-in-law's potato dauphinoise. Drink, diet seven up, and dessert, non-baked cheesecake, 50-50 base to cake ratio. I'm v- are you happy with that? Very. I am actually quite happy with that. I, yeah. I it's think, a bit gritty. Um, you know what? That is all very good, high-quality comfort food. Yeah. I'd say. That's my favourite food. I'd describe yeah. your menu as bready, cheddy and ready for bedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah! Thank well, you so much, Claudia. Thanks for so having me. Say hello to your naked husband Cheers. for us. I will. Oh. Let's go and lick him. <laughs> Taste of water. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there we have it. What a menu, James. Oh, and may I say, Bready Cheddy and Ready for Betty is your Sistine Chapel, Ed. I was very happy with that, um, but mainly, as I said it, I was just thinking about how much you were going to enjoy it. I absolutely loved it. Sistine Chapel and the Mona Lisa all rolled into one. Uh, that was a great episode. I very much enjoyed that and even more enjoyable because she did not mention guava once. Thank you so much. Not even a guava lamp. No guava lamps in sight. I mean, her constant campaign against water has thrown me slightly. Amazing. Incredible campaign against water. But 
a passion about her actual food choices. You yeah. can't argue any of them. Yeah, you can't. It's brilliant. Uh, so I think she has earned another plug for her book, uh, despite the fact she absolutely did not want to plug it. Uh, We're going to plug it for her. Uh, Her book is called Quite. Uh, It comes out tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out. That's October the 1st. So go and buy Claudia Winkleman's book, Quite. She promises that she's got quite a lot of melted cheese stuff in there as well. And as you heard in the episode, she loved that melted cheddy. She knows how to melt that cheddy. And, oh, I can't do it. Ed, that's so impressive when you said that earlier. The bready cheddy ready for Betty. I tried to think of one on the on the spot just then, and it was so difficult. Quite hard. Yeah, Sistine I had like an Chapel. hour of the episode just thinking about that. Sistine Chapel. You came up with that joke hanging from the ceiling with your back facing the floor. But can I keep up that run of form on a live episode, James? Because we are doing another live-streamed episode of Off Menu on the 24th of October. That is part of the Unmute podcast festival there's lots of other brilliant podcasts taking part the blind boy podcast the adam buxton podcast cuddle clubs doing it with lou sanders check that one out as well oh boy so many great podcasts for more details you can go to unmutepodcastfestival.com and you can look at all the brilliant podcasts that are taking part uh, and you can buy tickets for the individual live stream events organized by the great benito himself if you want to support the great benito and go to the Unmute Podcast Festival. So thank you very much for listening to the Off Menu Podcast. We will see you again next week. But for now, goodbye. Ready, cheddy, and ready for Betty. My name's Rob Orton and I do the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. The Rob Orton Daily Podcast is a daily podcast that is quite short. Some are two minutes long, some are ten minutes long and they are stories and poems and basically all the thoughts I've ever had that I like enough to want to share with people. And the Rob Orton Podcast is available on Apple, Acast, Spotify, all the other places where you normally get your podcasts. And on social media, it is at Rob Orton Podcast. Thank you. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you enjoy, well, um, there's another, there's a uh, another podcast just coming out. Oh no, the podcast is out now. Yeah. If people have enjoyed Off Menu, will they enjoy Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains? I don't, I don't know. There's, well, there's a bit of a crossover. We talk about um, maybe, you know, a couple of food uh, issues. We talk about cutlery, and that's near food. We reckon it's out now. Not soon, it's now. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. If you like James and if you love Ed, you might get a kick out of this. But yeah, again, no pressure. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.